poor, maligned Thomas. Every year, this second Sunday of Easter, we hear this story of Thomas needing proof. Proof of the resurrected Jesus. He is called Doubting Thomas, though perhaps Demanding Thomas is more accurate. It wasn't just the women who weren't believed, was it? How quickly we forget that everyone that Mary Magdalene and the other women told doubted that Jesus has, had risen from the dead. Peter and the beloved disciples had a foot race to the tomb, doubting and needing to see for themselves. And yet, it is Thomas alone who gets this pitiful moniker. This reading is always paired with baptisms at St. John's, which is not customary in the Episcopal Church. The Easter Vigil is one of the designated baptismal feasts in our tradition. And unlike some parishes, we do not baptize infants and children at that service. We move those baptisms to the Sunday after Easter. And so all you parents out there, I just want to hear a thank you. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh-huh. You're welcome. What that means is that we do not require you to bring your babies and your children to a two-hour service that doesn't end until 9 p.m. before Easter Sunday. So this reading from John is not customarily paired with baptism. But I think in spite of that, it is appropriate especially to those of us present who are remembering our own baptisms as we welcome the newly baptized. The thanksgiving over water we will soon hear says, we thank you, Father, for the water of baptism. In it, we are buried with Christ in his death. By it, we share in his resurrection. Through it, we are reborn by the Holy Spirit. Therefore, in joyful obedience to your Son, we bring into his fellowship those who come to him in faith. We come to baptism in faith. We bring our babies and our older children in faith, choosing to enter these waters of death, resurrection, and rebirth. It is a choice. Sister Macrina Wiedeker, a Benedictine, writes of baptism in her book, A Tree Full of Angels. The waters of baptism flowed over me, and no original sin was seen. Rather, the eye of God beheld a tiny mass of bones and flesh, soul and spirit, infinite possibility, pure process, new, empty, and free, free to choose, good or evil, light 
or darkness, life or death, grace or sin. We are free to choose these things, and we, like Thomas, also choose belief or unbelief. We are reminded of that choice every time we come together as a community and repeat this sacramental act. Our welcoming of the newly baptized and our reaffirming of our own choices as we join them in saying the baptismal covenant. The choice to continue in the apostles' teaching and fellowship, in the breaking of bread, and in the prayers. The choice to seek and serve Christ in all persons, loving our neighbors as ourselves. And of course, all of this only happens with God's help. With God's help and with Jesus' willingness to meet Thomas and to meet us right where we most need to be met. Thomas chose belief. My Lord and my God, he exclaimed. Sister Macrina goes on to say in her poem, it was my original union. I was passing through the baptismal waters, being filled with power like unto God's. And God wept at the possibility of me. And God wept at the possibility of me. How amazing is that notion. I think most of us have probably wept at the possibility of God. But to imagine that God weeps at the possibility of us as well the possibility that we will again and again choose belief, that we will recommit again and again through the baptismal covenant to belief in God and Jesus and the Holy Spirit, recommit with God's help to strive for justice and peace among all people and respect the dignity of every human being. The poem continues. Then somewhere in between my baptism and my daily life, my power like unto God's became scattered. I forgot my original union with God. And as I grew, I chose good and evil light and darkness, life and death, grace and sin. Is it possible that Thomas is merely guilty of what we all suffer, the lapse in memory? I forgot my original union with God. These Baptism Sundays remind us. They bring us together as a community and as individuals back into that union. The waters of baptism wash over us again. 
The water seeps under the closed doors of our hearts and minds, allowing Jesus to enter in again. Although the doors were shut, Jesus came and stood among them and said, peace be with you. Baptism puts us in that same space. Sister Macrina finishes this poem called Frail and Glorious with these lines. So on a day that felt like baptism, God gave me a glimpse of my hidden splendor, made me aware of that original union. This day, this day of baptism, this day that feels like baptism, this is the day we welcome the newly baptized and remember our own baptism. This is the day we recommit to the covenant, the day that holy water seeps back into our life and reminds us of the possibility of us, the possibility of God, the belief we choose. And we are reminded that we are marked as Christ's own forever. So dear Thomas, maligned year after year, when all he did was ask for what all of us want, assurance and a reminder of who we are and whose we are, a reminder that at baptism, God wept at the possibility of us.